Today I'm in Auckland filming a business that runs off batteries and solar. It's off the grid. Also got an EV and a hybrid, and it's also raining a bit. So off I go. So, hi, we're talking to Glenn. He's got several things on. First, his business, which is all solar powered. He's off the grid, um, and he's going to explain what's going on here, because I've got no idea. What um, made you want to go off the grid to start with? Well, I, I ended up off the grid because when I bought the building, I forgot to fill in the form of Mercury Energy, and I came in one day and turned the lights on and nothing happened because they disconnected me. And then they're going to charge me hundreds of dollars to reconnect me. So I thought, well, you can go and whatever. And uh, I hauled my generator out, wired it into the switchboard, and everything worked. Yeah. But I had this horribly noisy generator. And, uh, but I was only using the place for storage in a workshop at that time. So instead of going back on the grid, I, um, I bought some batteries, inverters, and I used to charge the batteries off my genset initially. And then I thought, oh, well, I'll buy buy some solar panels and see how that goes and the whole thing just grew and grew so now I've got 12 kilowatts of solar panels on the roof which is 48 panels producing 12 kilowatts of energy. What we have here is an array of inverters I've got three four kilowatt inverters which are synchronized which gives me 12 kilowatts of power and uh, with a peak of 24 kilowatts that's powering the entire building. Um, there's a battery bank down here, which is no longer in use. Um, I sold off most of those. We're currently running off these batteries here, which are 48 volt lithium ion batteries. There's 12 of them all paralleled. They've got their own battery management system built into each box. Uh, you can't overcharge them, you can't run them flat and they also have an indicator on them telling you what your level of charge is. Those weren't around when I bought those green batteries down there. These are a, an improvement on those. What's the lifespan of the batteries? They reckon 30 years. Wow. Are they very expensive? Yeah. The 12 of them, you're probably talking 24,000? Two grand each. Yeah, roughly. And uh, that's all feeding into this system, which is my most recent one. But that's not in use at the moment because this inverter decided to burst into flames a while back. What caused that? Don't know. I haven't figured it out yet. Yeah. Um, if you have a look here, there's all the switch gear on this side. And on the other side, there's <coughs> all the DC management. Um, these are all solar chargers, all wired in. It's got four battery computers. These are the shunts for the battery computers down here. Uh, but at the moment, I've got all these batteries jumped across to here and they're feeding the, the three inverters in here. 50 volts, we're discharging at 14 amps and we've got 84% charge. If I toggle through, it'll... Um, and we've got 1,018 amp hours of stored electricity at the moment. So, yeah, it seems to be okay. It's been running successfully for 11 years now, I guess. Yeah. When I first started, yeah. The reason, oh, so 
what what happened is you got a massive difference between summer and winter on the amount of electricity you can generate from mm. the panels. I've got just enough to get through the winter. Yeah. In the summer, I've got five times as much as I can possibly use. Yeah. I can turn on everything in the building, and it's still underutilizing the panels. So that's why I went and bought an electric vehicle, so then I could charge it off that and, um, and utilize can, my surplus. Yeah, mm. so you, you charge back your vehicles into the into here if required. If yeah, and the, like in the middle of winter now, yeah. where we've got really short days, if uh, if we get a, a cloudy patch, you know, for a few days, my batteries start to get a bit low, yeah. I transfer power out of the van into here. Wow. Fred, is it yeah. worth going off Fred for a small business and what sort of threshold is that? Uh, I, I would think it's not really a good idea. Uh, I, this all works because I can make it work and I can manage it and fix it when it breaks down, but if you didn't have any technical knowledge, you couldn't really do it yourself. You, you'd have to get a contractor to do it. And then every time you had a problem, you'd have to get the contractor to come and fix it. Uh, the best way to go would be have your solar power system, have your, your batteries for storage, but stay on the grid. So then you can put your surplus power back into the grid and get some money back in the summer. But uh, by having the batteries you're able to store the electricity and utilise it rather than buy it back off the power company. <coughs> because if you, when you sell it to them, they give you about eight cents a kilowatt hour and then you buy it off them, they charge you about 26 cents a kilowatt hour. So if you store it in your own batteries and use it, you're saving 26 cents a kilowatt hour every time you use one. So what are the specs on, the, on this Nissan? Uh, it's an ENV 200, it's got a 24 kilowatt hour battery bank, um, which is good for roughly 120 kilometres. And uh, what they did is just took the ENV 200 van, took the engine, petrol engine out and put a, a let, this is the Nissan Leaf drivetrain actually that oh, they yeah. put in here. This is a 2015 I think, oh, still yeah. going strong. Mm. It actually drives really nicely. So how long do you reckon you get, get out what, sort of the, the lifespan of this, the battery, this battery? This one? In a commercial vehicle. Uh, well, it's seven years old already, um, showing no sign of any degradation. So I think it's good for probably 15 years. Yeah. So is that the way you charge it? You know, you're not charging supercharges as much as a... Yeah, I avoid the fast chargers. I think they degrade your batteries yeah, people say a bit quicker. So that is, I'll get the inverter and plug it in. Plug it in. I've got to turn it on as well. I've, I've plugged this 12 volt inverter yeah. into my car battery, right? The, oh, or van battery. The van is now switched on, so technically you could drive away. So if I plug my lead into this inverter here and turn it on, I'm now generating power from this battery back into my main battery bank. So this is drawing power from this 12 volt battery? Yep, it's drawing power from there, but that 12 volt battery is being charged from the main battery in the van. So did you did you put these 
connectors on it? I put these in here. Right. So this is this so I can make it plug in. So this is a, this is your lead. Yeah. That's my work. Yep. Yeah. And that just plugs into the back of the. This is a one thousand watt uh, twelve volt inverter, so I can transfer one kilowatt. And so this is being charged. This twelve volt. That's been charged off the, it's about a 400 volt battery underneath the van. It's running through this lead through to my battery bank at the back there. It's going into a 48 volt charger and transferring the electricity from the van into my battery bank. Yeah. Hmm. So like some of the vehicles are doing now, like the Ionic 5, they've got that plug where they can take the power out. Yeah. Well, eventually you'll get to the point when you plug your car into like something like that. It might even have a different plug, I don't know. But you're, you're, essentially you'll be hooking your vehicle to the grid and they'll be able to put, put it in and take it out. And, you know, when you've got thousands of electric vehicles all connected to the grid, it works like a massive battery yeah. that you can then use for off-peak power.